relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. What are you like when it comes to vacationing? I get kind of itchy. By day two and a half, I say, "Eh, this is cool, time to get back to work. But the question is, who should I have sit in for me when I am traveling? Eric, do do you have favorites? We've had lots of guest hosts over the last four years, some better than others, right? I I do have some favorites. Uh, I can think of one, especially a very recent guest host. She was very, very good her first time hosting our show, and it was a phenomenal job she did. I think I know who you're talking about. Yes, never hosted live radio for three hours before, had a little bit of a background in media. I thought she did rather good, especially when it came to serious topics like the border. Here's a little reminder of one of our most recent guest hosts here on America First. A big part of what made our movement, makes our movement so strong is my stance on our border, which is we have to make that the top priority, securing our border, stopping the cartels, stopping the drugs, stopping the human smuggling and child trafficking. And that trafficking of drugs is what is killing so many of our young people with a fentanyl crisis in all 50 states. I was in the Holy Land with 350 of my listeners. She stood up to the plate. Despite being rather busy herself, she is a new political phenomena. Carrie Lake, welcome to the other side of the microphone. It's so good to be back on. I've always enjoyed coming on your show. I have so much respect now that I know you have to go through three hours of that every day. Because it's a lot. It's a lot of work, and people don't realize that um, there's just a lot that goes into putting a show like that together. But you have a good team. Uh, I do. I hope they didn't hear that, but I do have a good team. Um, You recently appeared for a whole hour on my former White House colleague, uh, Steve Bannon's show. I I was a guest there momentarily while you were on the air. Um, Was it it difficult for you to have, because I watched my former boss, Steve, he really, he had sparkles in his eyes. He fangirled (laughs) out on you for about an hour. Was that, I mean, I don't do that to you because I'm a bit more of a professional. Was that tough for you, Carrie? Um, I fangirl over you guys as well, to be honest, because I have such respect after working in the media and seeing how the fake news has gone astray, even even worse than we could ever imagine, to see that there are patriotic people who are trying to get legitimate information out and do so in a way that informs and doesn't drag down our country is is so critical at this moment in history. So I was equally fangirling over you guys, but... Um, it, it was fun. I actually prefer to do just interviews. It's a lot better than just kind of a straight-on show where you are talking the whole time. It's it's a lot – the back and forth is kind of fun. Well, if you missed it, guys, that's, of course, Steve Bannon's War Room. And it was fun to watch Steve. He was he was really enjoying it, and, and you should watch the video. All right, so let's talk about – I know our three million listeners right now, the first question they want to know from you is, where does it stand in Arizona? What is the status of your various uh, legal actions? Could you give us a quick update before we go to other questions? 
Yeah, um, we are in the appellate court. There's a three-judge panel who has taken all of the evidence in our case. They took our lower court case. Um, we, we believe we were judged by the wrong standard in that case, and we're asking them to either send this back down and tell the judge to apply the correct standard, give us a new trial, or or set aside Maricopa County results because they are clearly flawed and wrong, or give us a new election. So they have a lot of options, and we're waiting for them to rule. You know, it may not go our way in the appellate court, but we will be taking this to the Arizona Supreme Court. And so we're just waiting to hear from that three-judge panel, which could happen any day or could be a week or so. Uh, We shall see, but I promise the minute that comes out, we will get that out to the world and let them know what the ruling is in that Uh, But it's not over because either side will take this to the Arizona Supreme Court, and that is where the final judgment will come. Now, I want to know the specifics of what you faced and are facing today. But looking on block with what we've witnessed since 2020 and prior to 2020, there seems to be this impossible catch-22 where – You know, you raise issues in the courts prior to the election and they're slapped down and they say, no, 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 you can't do that. We haven't had the election. And then you have the election and you have this tiny window for redress. Not only are judges historically incredibly unmotivated to ever overturn an election or question an election, but you have this impossibly tight window in which to demonstrate anything. So it looks as if irregularities or fraud can happen because the system doesn't allow you the mechanisms for address. Is that an oversimplification? No, I mean, actually, that was the perfect way to describe what happens. It is so hard, even with the most obvious corruption and rigging of an election, which is what we had in 22, they make it so hard. It's like you have to time this perfectly. If you go too early, they say, oh, the election, like you said, hasn't happened. If you go a second too late, latches, you've missed your opportunity. It's just insanity. And we have a ton of evidence. We have a mountain of evidence. It's impeccable evidence. And we're presenting it. This is the first case that's really been heard on the evidence. We had 10 counts we brought before the judge. He only allowed us to uh, to argue two of those counts, the two hardest to prove, by the way. And I think our attorneys did an exceptional job proving it. We had a thousand pages of declarations sworn under penalty of perjury. We have facts like 300,000 ballots. Invalid ballots were counted in the official count, even though they have zero chain of custody. We have no idea where they came from. Uh, He would not allow us to present the outrageous evidence we have on our horrifying uh, voter signature verification process or lack of, which is basically we have whistleblowers who say they were uh, throwing out uh, 10,000 to 12,000 signatures a day saying these are not matching at all. And somebody uh, higher up from them was then throwing those in as if they counted. They were not doing the due diligence on those. And we um, have experts who testify that uh, maybe upwards of 200,000 fraudulent phony ballots with bad signatures were counted. Uh, Unfortunately, the judge wouldn't let us bring that into the courtroom, but we're able to bring it in in the appellate court because it was brought up in a Senate hearing. And so it is kind of public knowledge now. And then when we go to ask to depose the person in charge of that department, that oversees the signature verification, she has mysteriously disappeared. She's no longer in Maricopa County. We can't find her. It's outrageous. They said they did voter signature verification 
And it would take anywhere, according to our experts, between 35 seconds and 45 seconds to properly verify each envelope signature. If they would have verified these signatures the way they said they did, they would have only had eight seconds per signature to verify. It's humanly impossible to do that. And then we found out that they sabotaged Election Day by having 60 percent of the voting locations not functioning. They printed the wrong image on the ballot paper intentionally so it would jam up the tabulators, causing lines of two, three and four hours. We found out that a quarter of a million ballots got spit out as unreadable on Election Day because of that. And we also found out that they did that primarily in the Republican voting areas to sabotage the turnout, which was three to one. Carrie Lake voters to Katie Hobb voters. Uh, you said that you have very good attorneys right now. One of the things I've witnessed from the outside, a couple of my good friends who are attorneys have traveled to Arizona to, to help and to clean up. But I have an impression, and tell me if I'm wrong, that it's almost impossible to find lawyers who are prepared to fight for Republicans in election issues. It's just too dangerous for them. Truly. I mean, when you think of our founding of our country, 1776, the heroes were the the men who are willing to stand up and fight and push back on the monarchy and, and save and create this country and save this country. And we look at various wars that we've been in and the bravery and courage. And truly where we are right now, where we're at a battle of a narrative, of a poisonous narrative versus the narrative and the, and the truth of our country and our constitution, the true heroes, in my opinion, are these legal guys and gals who are willing to stand up and risk it all. Because they're being uh, they're being targeted for daring to stand up and fight back against these botched stolen elections with their very ability to earn a living. They're being sanctioned and then they're having these uh, legal uh, associations try to take their law license away so they can no longer practice, feed their family. It's despicable what's happening. So many levels of our society have gone corrupt and in the law profession that has truly gone corrupt. So I. I look at my attorneys, Brian Blem and Kurt Olson, and they are absolute American heroes that they're willing to push this and, and, and get this out there. Follow her everywhere. Carrie with a K, CarrieLake.com, at Carrie Lake. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First one-on-one. If you enjoy our deep dive one-on-ones with the real newsmakers, with the real experts, guarantee you never, ever miss an episode. Subscribe right now on your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Put in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review and share the links with your friends. If you are America first, how do you prove it? You've got to wear America first. You've got to have America first in your pocket. How do you do that? What is he talking about in your pocket? Well, look at our store, sebgorkastore.com. The hottest selling item right now. Literally cannot make them fast enough is the FBI t-shirt. This time it stands for Fascist Bureau of Intimidation, jointly released with Chris Plant. Get yours today. The newest item is our Elon Musk t-shirt. What has he done for us? This amazing man. Hashtag Twitter files. Are you paying attention? Get your t-shirt, get your mug. And you asked for it. You called in and you asked for it. We designed it with our buddy Randy. It is the America First Challenge coin with President Trump's face with our America First uh, emblem and my catchphrase, stay frosty. Get everything, my books, all the America First gear at sebgorkastore.com. Here is a moment from a Cary Lake rally. The kind of, you know what they say about whether it's being a radio host, whether it's being... A politician in the Trump mold, it's about one thing. It's about authenticity. Are you faking it? Because it's really easy to tell if you're faking it. 
Or is your sincerity genuine? Is your love of countries, your love of the audience genuine? Well, here's an example of stuff you can't fake at an election uh, rally for, you know, fighting fraud in America. Here's Carrie Lake with a, a, a different way of doing things. Play cut. We have the uh, we have the president on the phone. President Trump, you're not going to believe this crowd. Everyone in Arizona cares about election integrity. Tell them hello. Well, hello, everybody. And it sounds like an unbelievable crowd. I wish I was there with you. Because Carrie is a fantastic person. It's a shame what happened. Uh, they had the machines, quote, broken. Okay, a lot of these right. Republican area machines were broken it's a disgrace and ultimately she's going to be victorious but i just want to thank everybody for being there we love you all in case you're wondering and you're not watching us on video uh well you should be but she was using a very high-tech form of uh technological connection she was holding her phone up to the microphone but it worked that's president trump's authenticity that's hers she's carrie lake she has an amazing future ahead of her i want president trump to make her the head of the national counter-election fraud organization mr trump president trump you know i'm right uh let's talk about your current fight though Uh, You said repeatedly just a few minutes ago, they did this, they did that. They screwed with the format of the election forms. They made sure that they couldn't be read by the tabulations, tabulating machines. Who's the they? Because let's let's call, uh, you know, uh, let's call out here where responsibility lies. Is, Is there an orchestrated machine of fraud in Arizona? And how much of what you are a victim of is basically GOP incompetence or something worse than that? Give us a breakdown, Carrie. I wish it were just incompetence. I think it's something much more insidious, sadly. We have just gone into a full corrupt mode. We have cartels in control of Arizona. And, you know, the Democrats pull their usual stuff. They grab as many ballots as they can, stuff the drop boxes full of ballots. We've seen all of that. And they did that, of course. But the people in charge of Maricopa County, the largest county in Arizona, one of the largest in the entire country, 64% of our population resides here. So if you can rig Maricopa County, you can take the whole state and change the trajectory of our state and, frankly, the trajectory of our country. If you can rig Maricopa County, install somebody like Katie Hobbs in the governor's office, that means you can keep the border wide open, you can keep the fentanyl pouring in, you can keep chaos on the streets and uh, continue to brainwash our kids in school. And that's exactly what they did. The two men running our Maricopa County elections are so-called Republicans. So this is really that big uniparty working against we the people. They could not handle that a grassroots candidate who the people asked to run, such as myself, and led a massive movement of people, would take over and run the state and give the government back to the people. They couldn't handle that. And the two men running our elections, Stephen Richer and Bill Gates, not the rich guy pushing his, uh, you know, shot, but the the less rich guy who runs, uh, he's on our board of supervisors here in Maricopa County. They ran the elections at the same time, Seb, that they're running a super PAC raising tens of thousands of dollars to stop so-called election denier candidates. And we found out that the only money they were spending was against one election denier candidate, yours truly. So here they are trying to stop me with a super PAC while running the election where I'm on the top of the ballot. 
And it was their mission to make sure that I didn't win because uh, I would be in, investigating the corruption that happened in 2020 and obviously any election corruption and turning things around. Now, I have a theory, and, and you are right there. You're in the trenches. You're the general leading the fight for um, you know, election integrity in, in your state. My theory is the following, because I think there's a misapprehension when it comes to uh, elections in America. People want to, they think it's like a James Bond movie, that there's some evil Democrat mastermind, George Soros or Zuckerberg in a hollowed out volcano, sitting there petting <laughs> his white cat, and he's sending out, you know, the every single second, these SMS texts, these emails yeah. to minions across the country who are stealing the election. For me, it's like, hang on a second, we've been making jokes about you know, stolen elections in Philadelphia and Chicago since the 1940s. You don't need a mastermind. You have a culture of corruption in these cities, whether it's Maricopa, whether it's Atlanta. You don't need some massive hive mind. You just need people who think, yeah, this is what we do. We treat, here's two bucks for your ballot. Here's five bucks for your ballot. Are you, is that what you saw? L- less some kind of overarching master plan and simply a, a, a culture of corruption. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I do think the overarching master plan, if you will, is a globalist agenda. And it's it's uh, pulling us away from being a sovereign nation with a constitution that uh, provides and protects our freedoms and liberties and moves us toward a globalist um, uh, way of living, which I'm not comfortable with and I'm not willing to uh, succumb to. And I think a lot of us feel the same way. But I, I think that a lot of the minions who are involved may not realize that they're part of that master plan, if you will. And I do think Soros has a lot to do with it. The, you know, they, they've managed to buy up a bunch of media entities, smaller um, organizations, and, and this they have control a lot of the uh, lawfare that's going on. It's, it is a definite push toward globalism, but it's not just the Democrats doing it. We do have a few on the Republican side that yeah. want that as well. Yeah. And I want a free America. I want, I want um, a, 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 the country that our forefathers helped design and bring about that if we uh, have our freedoms and liberties and they're guaranteed in the Bill of Rights, they're God-given rights. But, but my, the point I'm trying to make is that when it comes to election theft— there's less a requirement for, you know, the facts to be sent from on high or the, the email to come on down. There's simply, you know, after decades and decades of fraud, there's a culture of, yeah, this is how we, this is how we run elections. Yeah. yeah, that could be absolutely. But I think, I think in this case and in 2020, we've always been led to believe that we show up on election yeah. day and yeah. we get to choose who our representatives are. That's how it works here in America. Yeah. They're working for us, right? And we saw in 2020 with a, a super popular president like President Trump, the lengths they had to go to steal that election from him. The whole COVID thing, yeah. the push to shut us down, to shut down the uh, churches and schools where we used to vote in small little precincts and move us to big voting centers and mail out ballots. That was that was a bigger overarching plan. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I agree with you or disagree with you. There was a lot involved in that to to defeat President Trump and then try to convince us that this bumbling fool named Joe Biden, who can barely walk and talk and can't chew gum at the same time, um, is the most popular president right. we've ever seen. Yeah, so no, I, I think there I, I was think a bigger to, overarching. 
Yeah, I think with regards to COVID in 2020, that's absolutely right, especially if we just look at one actor who is Zuckerberg. But the point is, even if we can stop Zuckerbucks and drop boxes, there's this deeper ingrained culture of election fraud in Democrat cities, and that's going to be very, very hard to deal with. Her name is Carrie Lake at Carrie Lake at CarrieLake.com. Carrie with a K, CarrieLake.com. Stay with us for more with Carrie Lake one-on-one. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented the MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest and coolest pillow you'll ever own for my exclusive listeners that my pillow 2.0 has a buy one get one free offer with promo code gorka my pillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100 made in the usa and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee just go to mypillow.com click on the radio list of square for the buy one get one free offer enter promo code gorka or call 800-829-8468 that's code g-o-r-k-a goat today. She's one of your favorite guest hosts. Welcome back to Carrie Lake on America First. If you enjoy America First, don't forget, this isn't NPR. We don't get half a billion dollars from the taxpayer every single year. This is a free market enterprise. We don't happen unless we have supporters like the great Mike Lindell, a friend of President Trump's. He is under attack. The left wants to cancel him. Not just the FBI, now even Walmart have banned his goods. He's got his brand new MyPillow 2.0 even better. Is that possible? I don't know. He's already sold... 71 million of the originals. He's got amazing BOGO offers right now. If you use my name, you'll get up to 66% off his line of more than 150 products. Let's have Mike's back and have a good night's sleep. Call your order in 800-829-8468, mypillow.com, promo code Gorka for that massive discount. That's 800-829-8468, mypillow.com. Secret code G-O-R-K-A. Let's, t- let's talk about the state of media. Uh, th- there's one thing that keeps niggling at me, Carrie. I'm very excited about the fact that we own talk radio. The left can't do it. Conservatives own it from the late great rush to my buddies at Salem to Dinesh, Dennis, Mike Gallagher, Charlie Kirk and everybody else. Other, other platforms, other companies, Dan Bongino, Mark Levin, uh, Chris Plant. I mean, it, this is our domain. But if you look at the rest of the media, with the odd exception of Breitbart and, and, and Newsmax, it's still theirs, quote unquote. It's still the left. And I see, I see in the last six years especially, there seems to be no consequence for the lies, whether it's CNN, whether it's the New York Times, whether it's the Washington Post, whether it's, you know, the, the absolute gutter of the gutter, Slate, HuffPo, you name it. The persistent lies that are now demonstrably lies when you see Hunter Biden's attorneys say, yes. We want our laptop back. That is Hunter's. No apologies, no mea culpas, no corrections. How is it that even when they are desperate for viewers, with 300,000 viewers of an evening on CNN, there are no 
consequences. Can you help me explain that the uh, how how zombified the mainstream media has become, Carrie? Oh, it's out, it's horrible. It's so bad. I mean, I walked away from my career that I loved, you know, telling people stories and being a journalist because during COVID I went, "Whoa, this is the the truth. They don't even want to get the truth out." It's a one-sided march toward dividing us and filling us with fear. And I just was like, I can't do this. I'm not interested in telling half-truths. I want the full truth told to the people, so I walked away. You know, how do they do it? They don't even care about ratings anymore. They only care about pushing the lies out to try to keep as many brains kind of controlled by their bogus narrative. And you know that's true. I mean, people aren't even advertising much. Their advertisers are Pfizer. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And Anthony Fauci was spending a lot of money through the government during the whole COVID thing, pushing. You could almost see it happen overnight when the money started to get spent about pushing the vaccine. And you saw all of these news people pushing the vaccine. And it was like that. They just all switch. And you, yeah. that's right when they started getting the money, million, hundreds of millions pouring in in advertising. No one's watching this. They don't even care about the ratings anymore. As long as they've got big people, uh, you know, giving millions to them like Pfizer, big corporations, they will keep running this because they can't run it with viewers. They don't have enough of them. If you look at what you have to do, Seb, and you, you guys have to sell real ads to yeah. real people. Right. And you don't have, thank goodness, Pfizer running the show for you. No, but we, when, we, we don't have any sugar daddies. We, we actually have to pay the rent. And you don't have, you know, like PBS and NPR, you don't have the federal government paying for your broadcast. And we need to get away from that kind of, it, to me, you know, Pfizer, the federal government, it's all the same thing. They're pushing something that we're not interested in, or at least we want uh, our own say in. And so I think the, the days of the mainstream media, they are on their, literally their last gasps of air. People are not tuning in or tuning them out. Um, and you know, to me, the, the alternative media is the new mainstream media. And in a good way, I mean that. The alternative media, we found a way to get the truth out, and you see the numbers growing. I mean, Salem News is doing great. RAV is doing great. All of these outlets where the truth is getting out are watching their listenership, their viewership grow because there's an appetite for the truth. People are realizing their gut is telling them something's not making sense, and they're realizing that the people pushing that nonsense are the mainstream media, the big you know, five or six news uh, organizations out there. And then you get the confirmation, as we witnessed just uh, 10 days ago, with uh, Direct TV and AT&T, where, you know, oh, oh, you've got the most rapidly growing upcoming uh, conservative cable news channel, Newsmax, and we're just going to cancel you. So that's when that's when a lot of uh, Americans get red pilled with. All right, we're coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, pain relief that works. Let's pay the rent. Pain relief that's real. Pain relief that is liberating half a million Americans right now, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Alicia from California. This is Alicia's story. I'm a grocery store worker and was working doubles during the coronavirus shutdown. At 52 years old, my two bad knees did not get a rest. I literally limped to and from bed. Two days into Relief Factor and the pain decreased substantially. So thankful for this amazing product. That should be you. That could be you. But there's only one way to find out. But it's okay. It's super easy. Go to ReliefFactor.com. Order the three quick startup 
pack for just $19.95. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Alicia, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You've waited long enough. You deserve to know. Seriously, what do you have to lose except for the pain? Nothing. Call today. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. That number again. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. We'll be back with Carrie Lake here on America First one-on-one after these messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back to America First One-on-One with me, Sebastian Gorka, and the wonderful Carrie Lake. Uh, Before we get on to a a more strategic topic uh, regarding the the future of the conservative movement, uh, uh, an entity you are right at the heart at right now, I've got to ask you one curious question because your decision is quite – very few people can build a career over decades, rise to the top of it, and then just walk away – that takes some doing. I, I have to ask you, when you were disgusted by what you witnessed, the um, the propagandizing of the mainstream media, how did it happen in practice? Again, was it like the, the culture of election fraud? Was it, was it a, a collective hive mind? Or would somebody say, no, you can't say that. We like Biden. How overt is it in the mainstream media? I mean, for me, it was uh, it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. And it was it was one straw laid on top of another on top of another until I just was feeling miserable every time I was uh, getting off the air. I thought, but, but was it obvious? What was the bias explicit or was it nudge, nudge? Don't say that. Uh, I think it was pretty explicit. I mean, there's very few conservatives in the mainstream media. Yeah. I would venture to to guess in, in every newsroom across this country, maybe 5% of the uh, the folks working in any newsroom in the you know corporate news media are conservative. They've except managed except to fill- for the cameraman. I've only met conservative cameramen. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That's good to hear. I've worked with a few of them. There's been a lot I ha- that have been liberal. But as far as the people making the decisions in the newsrooms of these uh, various, you know, TV stations across the country, they are primarily 
uh, liberal or far left, like far left. And so when you're pitching stories of saying, hey, look, we're in the middle of COVID, but we're only covering the most dire cases. What about the case of somebody who got it and you know had some mild symptoms and got over it? So that we're letting people know it's not a death sentence. You can get over it. Remember, President Trump got over it. Yep. We've all probably had COVID by now and gotten over it. There's no interest to do that. There's no interest to talk about hydroxychloroquine. When President Trump mentioned that and other um, drugs that might work that are very safe and effective, there was this gasp of like, oh, my gosh, we can't put anything out that would help people get through this. We want to keep things shut down. We want to keep the fear going. When the uh, protests started, they were burning our cities. And I'm sitting there watching the corporate news media and watching people who are supposed to be journalists say this is peaceful protesting as people's businesses are being burned to the ground. Um, I just was, I couldn't do it anymore. I mean, I would walk off, I was working from home at the time during COVID. I would leave my, uh, my set because of COVID, they sent half of us home and I would talk to my husband and say, I can't read this stuff anymore. I just can't live with myself. You start to feel physically sick when you don't feel that the truth, the full truth is going out. And so for me, I, I don't, it, it was hard. It was hard to walk away from a career and a huge paycheck. At that time, I was making a very, very comfortable living, probably one of the biggest paychecks in, in all of television and one of the most uh, prime markets in all of television and had a number one show for 22 years. But I got to live with myself and there's going to come a day where I have to meet my maker and I want that meeting to go well. And if I'm doing something I feel is immoral, then I, that meeting is not going to go well. That is the standard. That is the standard, looking in the mirror and then one day and, looking into the face of our creator. Yes, Carrie? And we have to get to that point, where whatever industry we're working in, that we're doing the right thing right now. Yeah. I mean, people are so worried about their paycheck and their retirement. We're teetering on a, on a situation economically and in this country where that may not even matter anymore. What good is a paycheck? Yeah. What good is that retirement? Uh, the benefits. If if we are in a country where we don't have our freedom, where our children are living under communism, I think we all need to step up and just say uh, that stuff doesn't matter. Right now, we are in a fight for the soul of our country. Wow. Now, you embody a, a new kind of conservative, the MAGA America First, perhaps the best exemplar outside of President Trump for that movement. Uh, as such, I want to ask you, um, what kind of sense do you have? We've had the State of the Union. Kevin McCarthy started his work. Uh, are you buoyed by what's happening with the Republicans on Capitol Hill? Is it now a MAGA party? Um, how confident are you that they understand what happened in 2015 and 2016? So how, how do you feel about your fellow conservatives uh, that, that we're getting rid of the rhinos? I have some hope um, with this current Congress, I think is 118th Congress, um, that they are going to start investigating some of the wrongdoings and injustices that we have endured at the hands of the Uniparty and at the hands of corruption. And I, I have some faith in that. I, I'm glad that we saw those 20 congressmen and women stand up and do the right thing. And I believe they exerted enough power to, to to actually return the power yeah. back to the people instead of just having it in the leadership's hands. So I'm really encouraged by that, and I'm hoping that we see some good things out of that. Um, you know, I'm also discouraged to hear people who have said things like, oh, we need to move on from President Trump. 
And I think, wow, they have been the victim of brainwashing in the media. When you endure seven years of constant attacks at the hands of the corporate mainstream media, the corrupt media, it's nonstop, 24-7, like President Trump did. Here we have a man who gave up so much to get into office and try to help and try to bring forth America First policies that would help all of us. And he had to do that, and he was very successful, mind you, even though he had uh, was taking a constant beating from the media. And then to have the election stolen from him. We need to let that man get back in office to turn this around. I don't know that there's anybody who can turn the mess that we have seen our country fall into at the hands of Joe Biden around faster than and better than President Trump. And I, my challenge to people is if you are feeling uh, dissuaded about him or uh, tired with where, you know, the constant attacks, you have been a victim of the media, um, you know, onslaught. And it has not been true. We know now that, you know, Russiagate was, a, was fake. They lied about, they lied about Hunter Biden's laptop. They lied about Joe Biden's uh, compromise of of, you know, he's been compromised by the CCP in Ukraine. They lied about Ukraine. They've lied about everything. And if you are souring on President Trump, it's because you've been brainwashed by this fake media, the fake news media. We, we need him back. We do need him back because he has work that has to be finished, especially in terms of draining the swamp. We're talking to Carrie Lake. Follow her right now at CarrieLake.com and on all social media. We are broadcasting to you from just outside the insalubrious, fetid, or rank, malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C., from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, paid relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating half a million Americans right now, me included. Find out for your why Yvonne from California wrote us this. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them has given up, have, have given us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Just those two words, pain-free, should be reason enough for you to order the three-week quick starter pack for the paltry sum of $19.95. Yeah, $19.95. Do it today. You know it makes sense. I guarantee you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Yvonne, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You owe it to yourself. Call today, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. That's 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Stay with us for more with Carrie Lake, one-on-one, America First. one-on-one with me, Sebastian Gorka, and the wonderful Carrie Lake. I'd like to ask you, I mean, you, you've done something in, in the last 18 months, two years, which is truly, truly, truly stunning to go from one sector, make a complete switch, and then make the impact you made. What is your message? Because you're talking right now to 3 million people across Arizona, California, uh, you name it, the, the whole of the nation. People who say, I like talk radio, but I just like listening. And you know, Carrie can help save the nation with President Trump or Dr. G, but I'm just going to listen to radio. It's not enough just to listen to radio or, or watch conservative TV, is it, Carrie? 
No, it's not. And I don't even accuse people of just doing that because I saw with our movement, it was, it's truly was a miracle. I mean, to, for me to get in as a, as a unknown in politics and create an amazing movement here in Arizona that really caught on with the whole country because the whole country cares about Arizona and our wide open border. And they saw in me someone who was going to take that seriously and, and stop the cartels and stop the illegal activity and declare an invasion on our border on day one, minute one. And so this is why our movement was so powerful and is so powerful. And people did get involved. We did everything right. We showed up, we knocked on doors, we volunteered, we traversed the state. The biggest movement we've ever seen politically in Arizona, and it was because of we, the people, getting involved. And then only to have our elections stolen by the politically uh, political elite corrupt. And it's that's why I'm fighting it. I cannot just fall back and say, well, we'll try again next time. We did everything right, and they stole our election. And this is why we need to sound the alarm across this country. You may have good elections in your state. Maybe your state actually runs things pretty well. But as long as we have an Arizona where it's a banana republic or a Michigan or Pennsylvania or Georgia, where these mega counties, they can steal an election. We, the people, cannot chart the course for our future. Yeah. We're allowing people who are crooks, criminals, and corrupt to chart the course. And that's why we ended up with Joe Biden and with the disaster of the last two years. So we, the people in every state, need to stand up and say, we've got to get our elections to where one legal vote per legal voter Get back to election day, not election month. And it's uncomfortable to talk about it because it's become taboo. I'm starting to figure out that anything that they don't want us talking about is something we need to be talking about. Bingo. Thank God for talk radio. They didn't want us talking about COVID. They didn't want us talking about masks or the shots or the election or Ukraine. What else can't we talk about? Those are the issues we've got to talk about before we lose our freedom of speech altogether. That which they don't want you to discuss is the topic you must discuss all the more frequently and loudly. She's a true fighter. She's an exemplar of America First and the Make America Great Again movement. She has an amazing future ahead of her. Carrie Lake, thank you not only for being our guest, but for being my guest host on America First. Follow her at CarrieLake.com and at Carrie Lake on all social media. I'm Sebastian Gorka. You've been listening to America First one-on-one. Keep your head on a swivel. Watch your six. Hold the line. Never give up. Never give in. And stay frosty. continent, a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people...
First, with Sebastian Gorka. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. Folks, perhaps the nadir of yesterday's State of the Union address by the current incumbent of the White House, Joe Biden, where. He just told a whopper, the big lie, the Republicans want to take away your Social Security and your Medicare. No, they don't. And you know what? Listening to that, I think we conclude this is a different GOP, a different Republican Party, because they didn't just sit there and obey the Marquis of Queensbury rules. They pushed back. They heckled, they shouted, uh, they called him a liar. And it's a little bit more like the British system. I like it. It's a bit more parliamentary. And we have so much to discuss. The number here, let's open the lines, is 833-33-GORKA. That's 833-334-6752. And there was, however, a sterling response a sterling response from the youngest governor of the United States, my former colleague in the White House, former press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, on, well, everything that was a lie and also what Joe Biden inherited. Cut 15. Let's listen to my friend Sarah. President Biden inherited the fastest economic recovery on record, the most secure border in history, cheap abundant, homegrown energy, fast rising wages, a rebuilt military, and a world that was stable and at peace. But over the last two years, Democrats destroyed it all. It's hard to disagree with that. I would love to hear, maybe today we'll get a sane Democrat, not a perverted one that's sexually obsessed that wants to insult me. We get those. We have fun with them in the breaks. But call in if you voted for Joe Biden and if you'd vote for him again. I'm very, very curious. 833-33-GORKA. That's 833-334-6752. Sarah made it even simpler to understand the difference between Biden and between America first. The dividing line 
is very simple, very prosaic. Cut 14. I'm the first woman to lead my state, and he's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is. In the radical left's America, Washington taxes you and lights your hard-earned money on fire. But you get crushed with high gas prices, empty grocery shelves, and our children are taught to hate one another on account of their race, but not to love one another or our great country. Whether Joe Biden believes this madness or is simply too weak to resist it, his administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left. The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. Bingo, Sarah. The choice today is between normal and crazy. One line that really hit me there in her response was, are children being taught to hate each other based upon race? That's what you voted for if you voted for the Biden administration. Let's dissect it even further, what it means for the next two years with one of my colleagues, I consider a friend, a great patriot. He makes hosting a TV show live just look easy. He shakes it out of his little finger every day. I don't know why he's laughing at me off camera. Greg Kelly, Newsmax, welcome back to America First. You do make it look easy, my friend. Well, I am touched. I am touched uh, by your kind words. Uh, thank you, Sebastian. And uh, wow. Uh, no, to be a, you know, it's funny. I do consider you a friend, but I don't think we've ever met in the flesh. No. And uh, we, we, it's all technology and it's uh, which I hate, by the way. I hate technology. I hate what it does to us, but I also love it because that's how I became familiar with you. Uh, it's, it does wonders. And anyway, great to be with you. What a speech. What a speech. Yeah, let, let me look. I w- I'm an immigrant to America. I'm a legal immigrant. I believe you were born here, scion to the great uh, commissioner of police, uh, Ray Kelly. So maybe you have a different perspective. I liked the rowdiness. It took me back to being in the UK, the House of Commons, the Parliament, the the give and take, the push, the hustle. Uh, Of course, the mainstream media saying, oh, how rude the Republicans were. What is your take to the the frequency at which yesterday was transmitted and the the response of the GOP? What what was your response? I thought it was a beautiful thing, a, a a thing of beauty. I... I so relished it. And I know what happens in the UK. And I think that's great, too. But for us here in that setting, look, Joe Biden lies all the time. We all know that. Yet somehow he is protected by the media. He's around the press every single day. He actually gets asked questions every day, not major league uh, formal press conferences, but little gaggles here and there. And they never ask him about the lies. They never ask him about the laptop. They never ask him Uh, about (laughs) his long life of deception. So there he was lying, and he was having those lies uh, put back on him in real time. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it uh, because the media won't do it for us. And in in a way, it was just perfect because our democratically elected leaders did, and they did it in real time, and he absolutely deserved it. I don't know if he was taken aback or what or... I hear some Democrats say, oh, that worked to Joe Biden's favor. No. We needed that moment. I needed it. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders' response, what did, you, uh, what did you think of that, Greg? She is a dynamo. She is so impressive. 
Um, and, you know, there's something, you know, we know this. We, we know what she's saying is true, but to hear it presented so powerfully, so cleanly, so in such a matter of fact, you know, we're not all losing our minds. Sometimes I wonder, you know what I mean? Are we, are we going crazy here? And somehow it was a sanity check. I was very impressed. And, of course, I liked her when she was uh, White House press secretary. And I know you, uh, you certainly uh, know her well. And, uh, but I've actually never met her. And I just thought, wow. And you could see a future president. You could see a future president in Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And one more thing, if you don't mind, Sebastian. Yeah. You know, you mentioned you're, a, you're a, uh, an immigrant. And I think this is lost too often. You know, America, we do. We love immigrants. We love it. We love the and we're all descendants from immigrants. It's great. It's great. That makes America a wonderful place. And it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter your gender. And that's what they all want us to think about all the time. Yes. And, uh, race, anyway, gender. Absolutely. And it's the peculiar situation that we are run we have an elite that hates this nation. We are talking to the host of Greg Kelly Reports, former Marine, former Harrier jump jet pilot. Follow him on Twitter at Greg Kelly USA. Next, we're going to talk about his latest book, Justice for All. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, coming to you live from just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C. If you love our show, never miss any of our one-on-ones. Go to your favorite podcast platform. Plug in my name at Spotify, Apple podcast sebastian gawker america first it's absolutely free never miss a nanosecond leave us a five-star review and share the links with your friends we will be back after these messages Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.